What's going on, everybody? This is your man, Voodoo Priest, man. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am very happy and excited that I'm getting recognized all over the every single podcast out there when it comes to spirituality. But it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for you, my listeners. This episode is going to be amazing. I had a very young, a spiritual king interviewing me and asking me a lot of questions about spirituality. The reason why I'm posting this segment here is because all the questions that he asked me are questions that I'm getting on a regular basis on Instagram, on my Facebook. And by the way, if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you go ahead and follow me on my Instagram, which is Voodoo Priestman. But what I want to do is I want to take you to the segment so you can go ahead and listen to it and tell me what you think and how you feel about all these amazing questions that Ancestors Wisdom from Instagram has actually asked me. See you there. Okay, y'all, so let me just go ahead and give, this, give him an intro. He has one of the biggest spiritual platforms on Instagram. He helped me get to where I'm at. He helped me connect with my ancestors and my Loa. He has the crown and he's gonna be passing it down to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like to thank y'all. Uh, we like to thank y'all listening and Voodoo Priest Man. Like, what's the, what's what's good? How you doing, man? Hey, man. What's going on? First of all, I want to say thank you for inviting me to your podcast. It is a privilege to actually be invited. And second of all, I just want to say, yeah, you're right. I have the crown. I am the supreme of all. I am Voodoo Priest, man. So, hey, let's get it. Let's get it. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. I'm ready for your audience. Let's do this. I had to drop a bomb for him. That's this all. Get ready for the sound effects, too. I got all of that covered. <laughs> Go ahead and, like, tell the people a little bit about yourself. And like, I'm sorry. I'm over here choking, not because I have a cold, but because I'm smoking some weed right now. But anyway. Oh, my God. Me, too. I am extremely smoking this oregano for you guys don't, you know. Oregano. Oregano is good for your for your soul. So just go ahead and get you some oregano. But a little bit about me. Well, I'm not gonna say a little bit. I'm just gonna tell you just everything, just basic in just a few seconds. I am um I came up with this name, Voodoo Priest Money. It was just out of I don't know. It was just spirit just guiding me to create it. But I grew up in spirituality from my you know, my mother. I learned from my mother, I learned from my grandmother, my great grandmother at that time. And then from that point on, I continued to actually study and live this this uh, spirituality as a way of life. I got initiated into Haitian voodoo. That was, you know, when I was living in New York right now, I'm in Atlanta. And what I do is basically just, you know, teach the masses things about not only voodoo, but things about spirituality, how to connect with that, you know, with the higher selves and how just to become the best person they can be. So that way they don't have, they can feel good and we can get all, leave all those traumas that we have, you know, from our past experiences you know behind that way uh, you, that one uh it's funny that you because you talked about your uh, voodoo priest man because i was gonna ask you how did you create the name voodoo priest man but you already said it. you said you was led to it so you already answered that question for me okay um I, okay so like i told you before i did a poll with my followers and they sent me questions so i took um a couple of a couple of the questions and i want to ask you some things and i also got uh still got personal questions that i want to ask you myself so we're just gonna go ahead and hop right into it. We're gonna get the T and R. Um, <laughs> okay, so the first one, um, 
people ask me this question, and I tell people this all the time. Uh, well, they ask, how do you connect with your ancestors? I tell people to build an altar and uh, pray to them daily, and then they will send them dreams and signs. What would you tell people uh, a way to connect with their ancestors? Well, first of all, the way that I address that, because a lot of people ask the same thing. They, a lot of people that are coming into consciousness and awareness right now, that's the first question that it gets to them. Is like, how do you connect with your ancestors? How do you connect with your spiritual guides? How do you connect with your master teachers? And my response is, in order for you to be able to connect with them, you have to be able to know how to connect with yourself first. There is no way that you can connect with anything outside your higher self if you don't understand how to communicate within yourself and how to tap into what, what it is that you got within. But some of the techniques that I would definitely give you are is to meditate, do a lot of meditation. Yeah, meditation, do a lot of exercise, like exercise so that way you can, by you exercising what, what you're doing is you're creating symbols, symbolic symbols with, with, your, with, with your hands as a form of gestures. And what that does, it actually connects you with frequencies, all the frequencies that you might not be aware of. So those, and being able to just trust what it is that is going on in the back of your mind, your intuition. So it's not about you thinking that you're connecting, that you might be connecting, but you're not sure because you're thinking it might be your imagination. Get rid of the, the, the doubt, the self-doubt that what you're thinking is just not making any sense. Because a lot of times when we are talking within ourselves, what we're doing, we're talking to, to our ancestors. We don't even realize that. Well, I feel like he was giving advice to me on that one because I'm going to be honest with you. I give readings to people and then I be going back and forth in my mind, should I say that? Should I say that? I don't know. And then I say it and then I'll be right. So it's like you really have to trust yourself when you do it. And sometimes you be thinking you ass crazy, but you're not. So it's, it, I agree. It's about trusting yourself. That's that's a good one. Okay. What advice would you give, would you tell younger practitioners that getting started connecting with their ancestors or practicing with magic and spells? Oh my God, that is, I love that one. I love that one because, you know, by the time, you know, when I was little, it was a taboo for people to be practicing this. It was, it was, it was demonic. It was so dark. And I'm pretty sure it still is to this day, but it's not as bad as it was before. Now, what people have to do, they have to just do some research and, and it's kind of like trending. It's, uh, spirituality is trending right now. And it's a lot of, yes, young. it is, right? Yes, it's a lot of people, a lot of people that are coming into the practices and a lot of younger generations, you know, that are coming into the practice. And that's why I got to be careful when I be cursing and stuff. There's a lot of, you know, young kids listening to me speak. And I'm over here talking, talking nonsense when it comes down to might be cursing or uh, anything like that. But anyway, and uh, I would say that for the younger generation, the advice that I would give them is, first of all, not only understand what you're doing, because I'm pretty sure that if you are deep into it or you're getting into it, you, you, you know, you're happy about it. But just understand, just because you might be young and you might not have the understanding because you're still in a generation where Christianity is ruling. Right. I, w- I would say because you understand that, too. We're not in the age right now where even though this is trending, this is priority. Everybody's still transitioning from Christianity to spirituality. And it's 2019 that we're doing this podcast. So when we are in 2030, 40, 50, and this podcast is still going around, we can say that this is the age that we actually speaking about this. But I would say just be patient. Be patient in the process and just be able to know that this is something that you have to get used to in order for you to advance. And 
one thing is the more you do it, the more you practice, the more you're burning your incense, the more you are burning your candles, the more you're doing yoga, uh, whatever it is that you got going on, understand that at one point in your life, if you keep doing what you're doing, you will become an elder. And once yeah. you become an elder, <laughs> yeah. like myself, and you know, like you will become an elder, and then people are gonna look at you with a lot of respect. And I never knew people like older people when I was, you know, like mad young, I would say a kid, they used to be like, Oh, you're gonna be amazing when you get older and stuff like that. And I'm like, ah, I'm never gonna get older, that's so far away. But I just want to ask times fly so fast so even though you might see yourself as being young right now into the practice just understand how are you going to be a vessel for the younger generations after you if you keep doing what you're doing don't do this for you do this for your future so when you become an ancestor everybody know who you is leaving a legacy behind it's about leaving something behind so they can know who you are leaving Mm -hmm. that imprint yeah that's okay okay that's good yeah, because this time I do fly stuff. So why you here, like, make it count. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let me see. What's next? Uh, I kind of wanted to be honest. I got a lot of questions, but they all, like, all, all over the place. But I kind of wanted to, like, kind of flow and put them all in the same category, if that makes sense. <laughs> but what's next? Let me see. Um, How would you define Haitian voodoo? I would define, oh, my God. It's just, it's, I would say that it's in a formal way, it's kind of complex to actually say that because I practice different things. I pra- mm-hmm. not only practice Haitian voodoo, but I practice uh, Santeria. I practice uh, spiritualism. I practice Kabbalah, alchemy, and all these different things. But when it comes to Haitian voodoo, to me, it's so secretive compared to other sciences that are out there. And for me to actually define it, it should be to me. I can't say or speak for anybody who's into voodoo, but for myself, I would say that I see this as a way of life. It taught me how to actually uh, connect, not only with myself, but connect with nature. Because when you're connecting with nature, it's not like you're connecting with your ancestors. That's part of it. But what you when, once you get to that level, you are connecting with the trees. You're connecting with mm-hmm. fire. You're connecting with water. Right, the with, elements. With the elements and the, and the planetary system. Oh, so and when, the stars too, right. <laughs> The stars, the galaxies, the, planets, the elements, even the body parts. You know, every body part has something voodoo in it. And the way that I define voodoo to me is, uh, is for you to actually be able to connect with nature. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Now, what would you... Now, back to back my spells. Let me ask you, do you have, because I, cause I do, because I, I do, um, do you have any funny or crazy stories in doing spells or, or situations on, like, people or, like, things? You talk, do, do they have to be funny or they could be just, like, they could be in, They could be serious anything, like, some, some wow. I have experiences, but, you know, when it comes down to magic, we have to know that Magic doesn't work if the person who's actually getting the magic, wanted to get the magic done, has some sort of uh, uh, faith in it, you know? You bumping into these people that they want spells, and every five seconds they're asking you, what's going on with the spell? Is it working? Is it not working? And it gets to the point that the universe don't like to be asked that. So I got a lot of great experiences, just like I got a lot of bad experiences with people trying to curse me out just because they're not hearing what they want to hear. They speak, they're hearing the truth. But I would say that one of the... Uh, stories that i that i can really say i can be here all night talking about stories 
But uh, get into of, it. That's what we yeah, here for. I know, right? But uh, one of the stories that I always give and I always give as an example is when I had this woman from Kansas City and she was uh, she wanted to. Well, she was pregnant and her husband, well, not her husband, because at that time it was her boyfriend. Her boyfriend kicked her out and put her on the streets in the middle of the winter. And in Kansas City, it gets really cold in the wintertime. So basically he put her out and she called me crying that she wanted to get, you know, she wanted to get back with him. And the reason why he put her out. Is because she smacked the shit out of him. She smacked him upside the head. So by her doing that, she wanted she wanted her man back. Oh, oh yeah. I'm, we're gonna be here on this topic for a minute because I got so many so many stories. So y'all get your popcorn ready. Y'all okay, we chilling on the front porch with our big cousins talking this that, shit. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Y'all can get you a blunt, get your whatever. Y'all just gotta sit down and you know what I mean. Turn the volume up and just pay attention because <laughs> once I start speaking, I'm not gonna stop. But anyway, so that happened. And uh, I did work for her, but I told her just to be, you know, to have, you know, to have faith in the process of what we're doing. So finally, um, it was times that things weren't going the way she wanted them to go. And I'm like, well, why are you so happy knowing that things are not going the way you want them to go? She was like, because I trust you. I trust your work. So she never, she never complained. She never said it's not working. She just followed my instructions. So I got her in. I got her in, finally got her in to be in the relationship with him. And they wanted to get married. But, uh, they wanted Ooh. to get married. Yeah, so they wanted to get married. After a while, he actually decided to let her back in, and they started working things out. And she, uh, she wanted to, um, she wanted to, to marry. So he asked her for marriage, but he wanted um, a prenup. So she called me. She was like, "You know, I can't sign no prenup. I'm pregnant, and this and that, and everything happens. I'm not gonna be whatever." So I did some more work, and what happened? And he, they got married without the prenup. Then they wanted, he wanted to move to Puerto Rico because he was in the military. And she didn't want to. She wanted to stay in Kansas because she was, um, she wanted the benefits from Kansas and blah, blah, blah. Finally, they decided to stay in Kansas City and woof de do. I never, ever, ever heard back from her again. So I'm assuming that she got what she wanted and hey, she was happy. A lot of people, they just come for spells, not because they want to be conscious, it's because they want something. And not everybody wants to be a part of what we got going on. That's just one of the stories. Wow, wait a minute, because let me just go ahead and drop a bomb for uh how powerful your spells just worked. I don't know if that bomb was loud enough that they heard that, but uh, <laughs> let me go ahead and just tell you, ah, that's crazy. Oh, okay, yeah, she believed in this. Love spells, love spells like they take a lot of energy and take a lot of work. Okay, while we still on top of that, was a good story. I will have one. I got, do I got one? No, somebody spilled blew up in my face before, but then there ain't, ain't nothing. Man. Okay, going on. Let's talk about the law of well. Okay, because people talk about like left hand and right hand work too. So, and I want to get into this too because I have uh, experienced some stuff doing left hand work, if you want to call it that. Um, the law of karma and when it's quote unquote okay to use dark magic to send back stuff or like hexing. What are your opinion on that? That is good because a lot of people call it, like you said, a lot of people call it the right hand and some people, you know, and the right hand and the left hand. And when you're working with the left hand is a form of negativity. You're doing negative things. You are creating chaos or you could do the use your left hand also for protection. But I would definitely I would say that everything has its karma, everything, no matter whether you do something positive or whether it's something negative. The karma only uh, works on you 
dependent on what you think is good and what what you think is bad. You could think that something is good in the back of my mind. That's bad, and to me, that's bad karma. But for you, it's good karma. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, real shit, real shit. <laughs> so it all depends. It all depends on who is the one creating the magic and what's right for them and what's not. But when it comes down to karma, is concerned. I think everything has its karma. I mean, but. It all depends also in which way you're doing it. If you are protecting yourself and you send in something that somebody sent your way, I don't think that has anything to do with karma. You sending karma away from what karma was coming for to try to attack you in any type of way, which is by somebody doing something negative towards you or you creating that, you working on towards that, removing that karma, that bad karma in quote. But at the end of the day, is it not if you're doing something to kill somebody or you're doing something because you want to destroy Anybody, you want to destroy a marriage. Like, if you want to destroy a marriage, you can. But you got to know because the marriage is not actually something that is good. So you helping them. If you, in the back of your mind, you feel that by you destroying a marriage, you helping the couple, I don't consider it to be bad karma. So it all depends on which way you're doing it. If you want to destroy a family that is good just because some chicken head in the background, she wants, <laughs> she wants, you know, she wants a man and she don't give a fuck that the man is married with kids and all that. And she want to destroy a marriage. So it's up to you as a practitioner to decide if you are willing to sell yourself to the devil for $200, $300 just to help that bitch actually get that man. You know what I mean? Oh, okay, man. Okay, man. Let me tell you. I had somebody come to me before uh, wanting me to break up uh, a relationship. And I was like, you know, you just want to break. I'm not going to break that up just so you can have your way. That's not fair to the woman that he's with. And that's not fair to them. Just be, I, I just I had to really just break it down. It was like, huh, people, this is just so selfish, so selfish. I don't want to try to get too much in that. But that's, huh, people be, some, some folks be really jumping out the window. I'm going to be honest with you. They be jumping clean the fuck out the window with no parachute. Uh, <laughs> what, uh, let me think, 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 think. Hex and Sozia stuff. Um, I have did stuff before and the energy oh i want to also tell people when you want to like hex or do certain stuff um it got to be i would say justified but don't always move off emotions because if you move off emotions too quick you know what i'm saying it might because some people got protection y'all and you do something to the wrong person their ancestors might come for you don't know what people got in their house you don't know who people pray to you just got to be real careful when you do work that's just yeah okay so let me ask you a question how do you feel about spiritual instagram oh my god so first of all for all the people who loves trey and for all the people who loves me that knows who i am and if you don't know me you're gonna grow to know me but for and also for the for the trolls that is out there and the haters i want to say that i got a lot of positive things to say when it comes to the community about uh, the culture as far as what's going on with spiritual Instagram, I would say to be very careful because uh, there's a lot of people out there that they're learning just from, I'm not going to say that reading books is bad is a bad thing or Googling or YouTubing, but make sure that whatever you're learning, you're learning from the right people who got credentials. There's so, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> and there's a lot of people out there that they got a cloud. They got a whole bunch. Their cloud is huge. And then at the end of the day, they just got initiated like two months, two years ago. And they just got this. They just got that. And they'll be here acting like big dogs, which everybody can do what they want to do. But I, I believe that there are a few people who are great in what they do when, it's, when it comes to a spir uh, spiritual community in Instagram. But it's a whole bunch of people full of ego that they know that they whack. 
and all they want to do is actually destroy instead of help because there's no way that you can guide uh, a town when you when you still when you still learning how to guide yourself. But to me, it all depends on what it is that you're seeking. But when it comes to spirituality on Instagram or YouTube, I would say whack, 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 whack. Yeah, yeah. The YouTube reader told me I'm gonna meet my ex again. So get the fuck out of here, this bullshit. Don't make no damn sense. I'm glad you said that too because this dude, my friend, oh, I had on my podcast before. He speaks on that too. Like you gotta be careful who you go to because everybody's not really genuine, and some people just take your money and not give a fuck about you. So we, I can go all day. I can go. Where's my bomb? Cause that mess there. Okay, so let's see what's up, Son Doc. We got all these questions. Uh, have okay. Did, have you ever had any celebrities hit you up? And I know you. If if you have, you don't have to say who, but you know, I'm <laughs> we drop a little hint of who they could be. <coughs> I had a I had a couple of incidents. You know, I did have a couple of celebrities that I prefer not to mention their names because you know they don't want their names out, and you know a little bit if I mention a name, this can actually go vital and you know what i mean it can get to them so i'm not gonna put anybody oh <laughs> they got clout clout you know what i mean so i'm gonna just mess them up or anything like that but yes i have plenty of celebrities actually hitting me up and basically uh i have heard people sending me uh screenshots from celebrities actually having me on their stories so really? i mean yeah it comes with the territory but hey that's just yeah. That's the question. Yeah, but I I'm not gonna reveal. So no matter how high or drunk I am, <laughs> my celebrities that might be listening to this or will be listening to this know that I got ya. Oh, and uh, ooh, okay, you heard that one. He, ladies and gentlemen, he, the people heard that. They, yeah, all right, that's cool. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, so how do you feel about um initiation and like ATRs? How important do you think that is? Wow, amazing! You coming up? You guys are coming up with a great question. Well, I mean, they like, yeah, they came up with some of them, but then I threw some of them in there too. So don't don't give them all the good credit. They got to go to me too. But, oh, you know, okay, <laughs> right. We already know. We already know that you got to have some credit. It's got to come to you. You're not gonna be happy if you get the credit. The I mean, number one credit. Then after that, anybody can comes after you. We already <laughs> we already know that. <laughs> That's the credit in me. I'm sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, I would say that. Uh, how do I feel about initiation? I feel that. You don't have to be initiated per se in order for you to practice and for you to learn what it is that you got to learn because understanding how to connect with your higher self is something that your spirit or somebody with credentials can actually assist you acquire. But a lot of times when it comes to initiation, a lot of people who are initiated don't even know what they're doing. So I'm not saying that just to kind of like downplay somebody or whatever, but a lot of people don't. It's, I don't feel that it's necessary. You, you should do it. Once you get to a certain level of understanding how to connect with your higher self, but you should do it just because your spirit, your ancestors, your intuition, not just your ideas or what your wishes, but your intuition is telling you that it's time for you to initiate. You could be as powerful being initiated, just like not being initiated. The only difference is there are secrets that you would never know because you would never think that those uh, secrets existed because you're not a part of uh, ATR. But I would say that whatever secrets you want to learn on your own, the spirit can actually have any connection with you. So if you want to initiate, I would say this. First of all, 
get to know somebody like whoever it is that is guiding you to get to know them first before you even jump into anything with anybody else or before you jump into anything with them. A lot of people, they are collecting trophies so they can say, oh, I did 10 people, 15 people, I initiated 20 people. And you come in with the idea that you're going to learn and you're going to be helped. And they don't give a fuck about what's going on with your life. They will never be there. So, you know what I mean? You're not in a rush to get initiated. Get initiated by somebody you feel comfortable and you feel like they they kind of like give you that, you know, family, you know, kind of like a feeling like a father figure or mother figure and you feel good. You feel like you're learning. But how do I feel? Initi- uh, to answer that question, the way you asked it, I would say is I feel disgusted. I feel disgusted, but I also feel happy. I feel happy because plenty of people. You, feel, you say you feel, and you feel happy? I feel happy too. I feel happy. So basically, that's how that's how I feel. I feel that it's got to be you got to be very careful about who you're getting involved with. And I would say is get to know yourself and get to know how to connect with them. So they'll be the ones telling you what your next steps are if that's mandatory. Not everybody came here to be a chief. Some people got to be here to be followers because we there all- you go. Different there you re- go. Different reasons. <laughs> Real shit. They came here for different reasons because if everybody in the village was a, a, a chief, who was learning for who? Mm-hmm. Like, that's, oh my god, that's just okay. Um, and I and then also I to people, like get a definition, like uh, to make sure this you know there's something that's actually meant for you because this that's a it's like a contract, I, and I feel like it's a calling too. It's a it's a big responsibility. So, and I'm not even a priest. I just, I hear on how um, the work is and how you have to serve the spirits. It's, it's a lifestyle. So. Can I add, can I add something to this, please? Go I'm ahead. Really yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I have, uh, you got to understand, I totally agree to get divination done. You go in to see an oracle, you come in to see, get a reading, you know, from Trey or whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, I do believe that, you know, getting a reading is, 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 is good for you to know. But get a reading from somebody who knows. The reason why I'm saying that is because a lot of people are going to tell you that you came here for you to be a priest or a priestess. So that way they can go ahead and take your money, your hard earned money. And you become initiated so that way you can become this big time priest or priestess and you don't even know what the fuck you're doing. You don't even know how to wipe your own ass. So basically, basically, what I wish I had my bow. (laughs) So basically, a lot of people are going to tell everybody that everybody comes here for that. And I had an uh, experience because I remember this guy came up to me and he said, hey, man. I want to come over to you and talk to you to see if I can get a ceremony. I want to go ahead and get initiated because everybody keeps telling me that I'm here to become a priest. And when you got spirit and you connected the way that you're connecting with them and you feel that, you know, the connection is real, you're able to actually understand how they speak into you. So you're able to know their lingo. And uh, when I saw him, I didn't feel shit. I didn't even feel anything. I didn't feel anything about him becoming a priest. I didn't feel any type of connection. He needed a lot of training. And to me, I didn't feel like he was uh, he was meant to be a priest. It's like, you know, a singer when you see a singer, like, you know what I mean? It's something <laughs> right. that tells you, yo, you got talent. And he's like, they might not become, they might not be singers at that moment because they don't realize the power that they got within. But you recognize it. Like, if you hear me singing, as soon as I start singing, it's going to start raining. So that tells you right there that I sing horrible. So it ain't. I ain't going to come over, you know what I mean? I ain't going to go to American Idol and tell American Idol that I know how to sing, knowing that I am whack, whack, whack. So you got to understand that a lot of people would tell anybody this just for that, 
just so that way they can make money. But then realizing that you can't just come over here acting like Forrest Gump and you're going to think that, you know what I mean, that you are this big priest or big priestess. You know what I mean? Humble yourself. And I mean, not only about humbling yourself, but as far as, you know what I mean, is a lot of people actually just going to tell you that you are here for that and for you to become a priest and for you to become a priestess. And I will say this to you, you know from your heart, you know from your heart, if you find yourself doing cleansings, if you find yourself doing kumbaya, if you find yourself giving yourself cleansings, you know, uh, mud baths, or you find yourself uh, sun gazing, or you find yourself doing stuff that is spiritual, that might be a calling for you. But if you, mm -hmm. if you, if you home, you know what I mean? Watching Love and Hip Hop, scratching your ass with a knife, you know what I'm saying? Then you can get to a point that you can say, yo, am I really a cut for this? Or is it just something, some sort of idea because it's trending? I want to be a part of him knowing that. Right, right. right. And you did. And that is too. Um, it's uh, this shit is, well, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I talk a lot. But this stuff is actually, it's trending. It's, it's popular. And, um, they look at just sage crystals and incense and stuff and just think, oh, okay. So, like, those are tools of maintenance, but those, it don't make you spiritual. And they get it and they just, they fall forward. They follow the aesthetic that's online. They look at the same spirits that's online and they, they, people don't really have knowledge on it. They just, they see Instagram posts. They just see little stuff on Instagram on the media and then be like, oh, I know all about it when they don't. Um, and then I want to tell people, uh, even if you're thinking about getting initiated or trying to find which religion, I will, I would also tell people to, um, to figure out which religion you want to go. Like, how would, how would you tell people? Cause I want to input on this, but how would you tell people to, um, to know which religion is actually for them? I would tell people to find out, um, through DNA testing or D or divinations to find out what religion their ancestors practice or find out where their ancestors came from to know, Okay, maybe this religion will be more for me. How would you tell people to, you know, how to decipher between which religions to jump into? Look, you got, oh my God, those questions, I'm telling you again, and I'm not trying to gas nobody up, but those questions are, oh my God, they are amazing. These are questions that people really need to know the answers to. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, wait a minute, are you 23 or are you 103? Because it's like, you are super smart by the questions you're really asking. But, um, I would say, and uh, damn, I forgot the question. I'm, over high. <laughs> I'm, I'm high as shit, but what is it? <laughs> I, that was my question because I just slid that in there. Um, I said, how would you tell people? Um, how would you like tell people which religion to um get into? Oh, okay, 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 I got it now. I got yeah. it. it. It came back. It came back. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, uh, that is an amazing question. I'm gonna give you examples again. It all depends or by how you know that is just by going again and seeing the oracle or you by having dreams and the spirits is coming to you. This a specific uh, set of spirits is coming to you and going to a diviner. But this diviner must be good in what he or she does. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I'm going to give you an example. Once again, a lot of people, they come with this idea that they want to be in voodoo. Some people say they want to become, they want to be in Palo, uh, part of Palo. Some people, they want to be a part of Santeria. Some people want to be a part of these other African traditional religions. And what happens is they don't realize that whatever uh, religion they think that they are supposed to be, is not that. It might be something totally different. You see what I'm saying? They might mm -hmm. be thinking, they might be thinking that, oh, yo, I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm Haitian and I'm supposed to be doing voodoo. But guess what? I met this Haitian brother that he took a, D took a DNA test and he was 100% Nigerian. 
a hundred percent Nigerian. Not even one percent white, motherfucker. Like I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking about a hundred. I got like twenty some percent. So I'm really? a white boy. I'm a little white boy. I mean Italian on the side, but yo, <laughs> this guy had a hundred percent Nigerian. So automatically, I would definitely send them to Ifa. I would not even even tell them to practice voodoo. I mean, even though he can practice voodoo because voodoo covers different nations in different uh, different nations of different spirits. But to me, automatically, I would be like, just go to Ifa. So just because you are from a particular place doesn't mean that that is your calling. Or mm-hmm. just because you might be thinking, oh, this is what I learned. I learned about Oshun because of Cardi B. She got this uh, peacock or whatever. You know what I mean? Tied it up or something like that. And you think, or you Beyonce know, and Oshun. Or Beyonce as Oshun. There you go. I always use Cardi B and Beyonce. You see what I'm saying? And they got that going on. And it, 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 automatically people are saying, oh, you know what? I want to get into Santeria. Beyonce and Cardi B might not even be a part of it. You know what I mean? They just wanted to do it because they felt like they wanted to do that to create part of, be a part of the trending or for whatever it is. But I don't even think, to be honest with you, I don't even think Cardi B actually did it with that intention. I think that's you, the thing. Yeah, with that, that intention. Yeah, with that intention. I think she did it because she really liked Peacocks. And it is a, it, I don't really believe it's because she was deep into Santeria. That's my personal opinion. So if Cardi B, you get to listen to this, I don't know, you might be, ha, ha, ha. You know, (laughs) you might be here, there, but whatever. But all I'm going to say is, like, I think Beyonce did it just to take it as a trending step for her career. Because a lot of people are deep into this, so she wanted to create also this type of following. But that's just a different topic. But just because you bump into situations like that doesn't mean that that's something that you really got to do. You got to get deeper and you got to go deeper into your roots or somebody actually coming to you. Like, I'm going to give you an example. I, I, in a dream, I traveled to South Africa mm-hmm. and I was in a, I believe I was in Botswana, Botswana or I was in Johannesburg, Johannesburg. And I'm like, uh, I went in there in my dream and I went to an elder's house and I knocked on his door. So when I knocked on his door, I had somebody that I know, a friend of mine with me in my dream. And we both went inside the elder's house in Africa, in South Africa. So when I go there, it was a big Sangomian uh, Bible. Big Sangomian uh, Bible. And when I went inside and I tried to touch the Bible to see what the Bible was in, Mm -hmm. one of the elders tapped me and he said don't touch that bible that bible doesn't belong to you that bible belongs to your friend Mm -hmm. so automatically you know what the spirit was telling me that his path was to become a sangomian okay become a sangoman do you know what a sangoman is no i don't tell the people a sangoman is a priest in south africa you know what i mean that actually deals with powders deal with portions, deal with divination. They're amazing diviners, but they have amazing knowledge. But they, they, what they do is they initiate you to open your third eye to a level that you feel like you are either lucy or limitless. So if you don't know, lim- if you don't know, if you never watched the movie Lucy, I suggest that you go ahead and watch Lucy, L-U-C-E. And if you never watched the movie uh, Limitless, I would suggest that you actually watch those movies. Those two movies right there open their DNA of somebody 100%. Ooh. And they help them to get them to a point that when somebody goes sees them, 
they all they gotta do is you gotta stand up in front of them for them to know your remedy before you even sit your ass down. Damn. So they are they are powerful. They are powerful. They are in South Africa, and the Bible wasn't for me. So I know for a fact just because I practice voodoo, I practice anything else, that I am just this big dog that everything is for me. No. They told me that it wasn't for me, that it was for the person that was with me, my friend at that time. So automatically I went ahead and I woke up that next day and I told them that his path is to become a Sangoman. So you get situations like that. Spirit will show you, spirit will reveal, or spirit will reveal to somebody that is connected with you. But that person has got to be a good motherfucker. Right. To be, you know, being called to do something like that. Right. Okay. And I want to say, um, too, who, cause you spoke about dreams. Uh, let me just talk about, so it's, and this is not even on the list dreams because, <laughs> uh, I'm be honest with you, no, because I have people <laughs> that come to me and they say, you know, I had a dream about Papa Legba or Elegua or uh, Oshun, Freda, like the, they, they, they list certain spirits and they say, I had a dream about such and such. And the thing is, did you have a dream about, you know, X, Y, and Z because you saw it on social media um, multiple times because, you know, this stuff is trending. So if you see certain stuff online constantly, you're probably prone to go to sleep and have a dream about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I will um, always tell people, to, you know, to get a divination to actually find out, you know, if it's, you know, if it's just you or just your, you know, your imagination. And meditate, too, to actually find out, to, uh, to figure out, too. I'm going to tell you all the first time I ever meditated, Ever, I meditated for five minutes before I went to work, and I my spirit guide told me her name, mm-hmm. and then I got a divination, and it was I got it was confirmed that her name was Alita, and I was like, oh, I heard it right five minutes, you know, and, and I meditated. So you just got to meditate and learn how to listen and decipher your ego from um your higher self. Um, yes, yes. Before you even ask me another question, what's up? I want to definitely add something to that because it was something that you just said that made a lot of sense. And I want to make sure I talk about it. You mentioned that a lot of times you creating that type of like you watching something on TV or talking about something over and over and over. You start having dreams about it because you created that because that's something that your consciousness brought into into your dreaming state of mind. Because that's something that you've been thinking and talking about all day. And I want to talk about that because that's something that I'm going to do a video on it. Because I have different theories when it comes to that. And one of the theories is in order for you to be able to connect with whatever it is that you want to connect with, I would definitely say harass the thought. And the reason why I say harass the thought, because it's like a form of invocation. So Mm -hmm. when you are telling somebody, like, for instance, you want to see your grandmother that passed away, or you might want to see your uncle, you might want to see anybody. And what you're doing is you're saying to yourself, you know what? Uh... I'm I'm confused because I don't I want to see my grandfather or I want to see whoever you want to see. And then you're thinking about it, you're lighting up a candle and you're talking about it and you're telling, look, uh, grandpa, grandma, come on, I want you to come in my dream. 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 And you start wa- looking at pictures of, of your grandmother or your grandfather and you start, you keep talking about them. I feel that what you're doing at the moment is you're invoking them. Yes, yes, you call yes. them on. You, you are invoking them. So when you're invoking them, you are going to have those dreams. So don't think just because you ate tacos and the next day, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You start dreaming about tacos because all the tacos you ate, well, guess what? To me, is that's one of my theories. The other theory is, like you said, it could be some part of your imagination. 
but I think I'm going to go more with the one that you invoke what it is that you actually got yourself involved into. So if you want to think about it, think about it so much and be like, look, blah, blah, blah. If you're thinking about Orisha, you're thinking about Orisha, you're thinking about Orisha, you're thinking about Orisha, the Orisha will come in your dream. I'll tell you if mm-hmm. they for you or if they're not. And if the Orishas don't come to you and tell you that's for you and it's not, what's going to happen, another spirit is going to come or whatever from other spirits is going to tell you, I know you were thinking about this, but that's not for you. It's for you. So I definitely suggest everybody before they start listening to anybody else, number one, listen to their intuition. Number two, listen to their dreams. And number three, everything else after two is up to you, whatever you want to go. But those two, those are (laughs) fucked when it comes to your spirituality. Okay, that way, period. I wish I had my bomb ready. Ah, but the stupid thing without it. Okay, yes. Okay, listen to you. Well, okay, what was the first one? Wait, they just recorded. Uh, listen to your dreams and stuff. Okay, yeah, and harass it. So, yeah, because if you keep knocking on the door, then something, something gonna open. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, so let's keep moving on. Uh, how would you find out your, I don't know what they call it in, um, Orisha, um, I think your head, I think it's your head, or and then in uh, voodoo, uh, matet. How would you uh, tell people about that? Like, oh, I want to know who um, walks with me, or who's my head, or you know, how would you tell people go about that? Look, before I even answer that question, it's something that just came to my mind that I just want to say, and I will definitely answer that question. But what I want to say is if you are listening, you know, and I'm assuming you are because you wouldn't know what I'm about to tell you right now. Listening to this podcast, you best make this uh, segment go vital. I'm going to tell you like this. This is the first time I'm doing an interview. Somebody's interviewing me to this type of question. So I'm very proud of you guys. And I'm very proud of you too, uh, Trey, because the interviews that I have been through or whatever, you are killing it. Your questions are on point. I love this. Ah, what if I have my bomb ready? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you guys better tell everybody and their mama and be like, look, you got to listen to this. But anyway, uh, I would say that if, when it comes to uh, Orisha, if somebody to find out who the Orisha is, you see what I mean? Uh, when you when you have a when you have an Orisha, let's say for instance, you a daughter of the son of Shango, they call you Omo. Omo means child, Omo Shango. Omo Yemaya. So when you find out who you be, who you are a uh, Omo of, when it comes, who is your Orisha, they can call it, you know what I mean, who's your main Orisha? Who's your Santo? They call it Santo in Spanish. Who is your Orisha? Like you said in Voodoo, we call it Metet. So uh, that means owner of the head. In this type of practices, we have a particular energy that actually governs us, is in charge, where there is the element of fire, which is Shango, the element of uh, love, which is Oshun, Ursula Freda in Voodoo. So you know what I mean? You got the essence. So that essence is going to be the one that is going to be working with you and helping you. So let me give you an example. So you're getting the essence of, you're getting the essence of fire. So now you understand that fire is your element. So you might want to use element a fire element in the, all the spells that you do because you already know you mad you are you a king or a queen of fire. So it all depends on what particular spirits you got, independent on your personality. For whatever reasons, people have different personalities and they happen to be a a, a part of uh our energy, but the characteristics way, of the of the spirit. Yeah. Yeah. But the way for you to know number one, who is your Orisha. 
you have to go. There's certain ways that you could do this. Uh, either you go to a oriate, which a oriate means the is one of the one is the master of the shells. This is when it comes to Santeria. I don't know the name of it in African Ifa, so I ain't gonna talk about something I don't know. But when it comes to Santeria, when it comes to the Cuban way, it's called, you know, that's what the Oriente is, the master of the shells. He's the master of initiations. He's the one who sings the songs, who the ones who creates the herbs. And he, according to that part of the religion, some houses, some houses believe that you could do it with an Oriente. And Oriente is equipped to actually tell you who your Orisha is by asking Ilegua through the shells. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one way. This way is very debatable because some people are going to tell you, hell no, that is wrong. And a lot of Babalaos are going to tell you that's wrong. And a lot of people are going to say it's right or it's wrong. This, uh, this is one of those situations that nobody's right, nobody's wrong because everybody got their own opinion of how that shit is done. So that's one of the ways. The other way for you to find out who your Orisha is in Santeria is for you to go see a Babalao. When you go see a Babalao, they got to be three Babalaos present to give you your orisha whether you go whether you go ahead and get get it uh get it revealed by just going through that ceremony that ceremony that is a part of another ceremony that you go and seek for the to find out who your orisha is or whether you receive hand of a ruler a hand of a ruler is the whole mystery the whole secret where the spirit gives you some sort of ita which an ita means is uh is a, a reading that is that all the Orishas speak, and this is that kind of like your your is 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 something that has to do with your birth. Like this is your path. This is what you came here to do from the heavens. So that's called hand of a ruler. So when they give you hand of a ruler, that's why you see people with the bracelets, green and yellow. You see them on the on the left side of the wrist. Mm-hmm. And oh, I can go on and on and on and on and on and all that. But basically, what it does, it that's the other way for you to find out who your Orisha is. Nobody can tell you over the phone who your Orisha is. Nobody can do a reading with the cards. Nobody can tell you, oh, you know what? You're a daughter of Oshun, and you're over here thinking you're the daughter of Oshun, where you might not be. And you listen and believe in bullshit that you shouldn't be listening, but since you don't Mm -hmm. know, I'm telling you how it's done. So basically, that that way you find out. So if you're not getting it any of any of those two ways, guess what? You don't know who your Orisha or who you or who your Orisha is. When it comes to your method, the ways to actually do it. Some houses, some houses, they tell you by giving you, you know, giving you a reading, reading with the cards, and they tell you who your method is just by doing that. I mean, do I feel like that's the right way to do it? I don't believe it's the way way to do it. I don't believe that that's the way to actually find out who your method is to your cards. Because to me, you need more than that. You need some a big time uh, confirmation. But I ain't nobody to tell your a dog any house and say this house is right or wrong. If they do it and it works for them, woof to do. But there's another way too where you either either get the lavated or either you become a part of the house. Which mm-hmm. is you get initiated, what we call it, you're gonna couche, you're gonna cancel. So that's the only ways that you can find out. Nobody can tell you, listen, your low eyes, Dambala, blah, 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 because they got the third eye open and they feel Dambala is your mete and blah, 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 because it might not be it. And then you'll be for, you'll be fucked up thinking something that is not even true. Yeah, and then trying to go to a service spirit that ain't got nothing to do with you, and mm-hmm. then you piss something off, and, and it ain't. Yeah, do you get going to these Instagram witches? 
gotta go to somebody with some big credentials. Somebody, uh, him, yeah. Uh, if you would you, um, have you gave any regular question? This is just me aside, uh, for real, for real. Have you gave any readings and you saw any because I don't know you gave me uh, my reading and you saw, um, what uh, a, a few Lawaz that walk with me. Have you gave any readings to clients that and you saw Lawaz around them? Oh, yeah, I have you know done readings that I saw different Lawaz and I've been mostly right every time I give a reading and I tell somebody who I think that Metet is, who I think that Orisha is. For whatever reason, I'm like 99% right. And then when they get it done, they'll be like, oh, it is what you said it was. And I'm going to tell you like this. Don't try to contact me and try to tell me to tell you who your Orisha is. Because <laughs> what the way that I'm doing it, I'm just following what they're telling me. But I am telling you that I might be way off. That's not the way to do it. So it doesn't matter how good you think somebody is. But I'm telling you right now that, yes, I have actually done it. I have actually done readings. And I told somebody who, who I thought there was. But I always tell them to to uh, not uh, confirm it, but to actually go through the right ritual. So that way they're 100% sure. But yeah, Mm -hmm. I have done it. I have had dreams of people actually having a certain Orisha or certain Loa. And actually, I had a dream that my Orisha was Shango. I got possessed by Shango in the dream. And I said in the dream, I am Shango. So when I went to get my ceremony done, people thought I was a child of Ilegua. And in the back of my mind, I said, no, it's not. They asked Ilegua. Because Ilegua is the first Orisha that they go, they should go first and ask first before you ask any Orisha who your Orisha is. Uh, Ilegua said no. So they were like, who do you guys want to ask second? After that, you can ask anybody that you want to ask. And I said, ask Shango. I said, that's, you know what I mean? And when he asked Shango, Shango came out to be my spiritual. So I had everything that I have gotten spiritually when it comes to my initiations in Orisha and Voodoo are things that I have already dreamt before I even manifested them. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and this is before, help, and I have helped all this through the same process as well. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. And this was before you got into voodoo. This this experience right here. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. That was all this before, even before I got into Orisha and before I got into voodoo. Right. So I didn't even know anything about voodoo until the the spirits started coming in my dreams and showing me certain things, and then that's how I got where I'm at right now. Mm, that's why you tell people to go to their dreams a lot because that's you, you experience a lot of your stuff through your dreams okay okay yeah because i tell my spirits uh i know when my spirits come to me in my dreams i know for a fact it's them because that's that's like their last resort when they come to my ass because <laughs> so, sometimes I, I i don't yeah but i i tell them like catch me when i'm woke because i i like to i like i, I just like the feeling of it and it helps my um gift develop more too because i i become more aware of um what i need to be paying attention to i'm like and i, and I see like oh you communicating with me with a different way so you know i embrace that way so it's it's uh yeah dreams and stuff okay i'm trying to battle some too i'm a big not a beginner but i'm learning you know i'm, I'm getting there okay uh let me see uh what's next on the docket oh okay how do you separate your family and friends uh christian belief with yours since you practice um Vodun? Oh, that's a good question. But first of all, before you even before I even answer that, I just wanted to say that it's not that you are still learning. We all are learning. I'm still learning. Everybody is. You are amazing. And trust me, you are doing amazing. You're good. And this is part of who you are. And I know the Loa and the Spirit wants you. So moving on. So that way you don't feel too like you too modest because you know what? This you special. Uh, but uh, it's coming from a priest. Thank you so much. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was the question again? <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I know why we both high. Um, how do you separate your family and friends' Christian belief from yours? Oh yeah, I really don't have anybody that I know that is a Christian, and if I don't, if I know, I never talk to them. I never have people that were overly Jehovah Witness or overly uh, Catholic or Baptist that they came to my car and they were stomping and doing anything like that. So I never had people like that in my life, period. I wasn't born in Christianity. I was born into these practices. This is all I know. So what it, when it comes down to people or family that might not agree with whatever it is that I'm doing, this is, has been me all the time. I have never hit it. So it's something that I've been doing forever. So they never talked about it. I never had anybody in my family or friends that tell me, oh, I didn't know you did that. That's demonic or anything. I guess people respect me for who I am. And if they don't respect me, guess what? Go kick, you know what I mean? Kick rocks. Real shit, yeah, for real. That's what I tell people too. Yeah, yeah. I'm very the people I'm friends with and stuff. They're pretty much open with it and stuff. There, yeah, they cool with it. Uh, okay. Uh, I think. Hold on. Let's see what's next from here. Uh, I think this is the last one. Well, no, it's what's well, no, it's not actually. Um, I don't know what this means because she said. Um, old girl said dispelling miss about Lawaz. So, no, let me, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, because I got something to say, too. Okay, dispelling myths, I, think, I hope I said that right, um, about Lawaz. So, like, myths and rumors about certain Lawaz and stuff. Okay, so this is an example. I had, I recently just had somebody DM me and ask me about Papa Legba. And he asked me, um, could he sell his soul to Papa Legba? And... I was like, I've never heard of a Loa except in somebody's soul. Where did you hear that from? And he said, um, of some some famous singer then did it or something. I'm like, um, yeah, that's fake or a rumor or something like that. Have you ever heard of something or like a myth or a rumor about a Loa that's like, yeah, that's not that's, what are you talking about? That is not true. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Oof. I can stay here all night and talk about thing after thing after thing after thing. And I can write a book about all the myths and stuff that I have heard about the Loa. And I will say this to you is once again, be careful because it's a lot of bullshit going on. Number one, which you just said about, you know, selling the soul for, uh, uh, for Papa Legba is something that he definitely got from Coven in American Horror Story. <laughs> Where's my fucking bomb? God damn. Because, <laughs> yes. I was like, what are you doing? Exactly. So, just thanks to uh, American Horror Story, guess what? Papa Lengpa, you, everybody knows you. Everybody knows who you are. Thanks to that TV, TV show. Everybody oh, made you famous. For real. I'm like, God, <laughs> damn. Okay. I'm going to say that. Okay. So, that's what it comes down to it. I wanted to say another thing, too. Before you, uh, before I forget, because you know I'll be forgetting really fast. That um, that for people talk about also Papa Legba being black and red. Okay, Papa Legba is not black and red. I don't give a fuck who told you that, who said that to you. Is not black and red. Papa Legba is yellow or white. Okay, Papa Legba <laughs> is not a kid, and he is not playing with toys. And he is not like the way they make it, the way Ilegua is. Papa Legba is really old and ancient. Yeah, he is. Papa is. Yeah, don't, don't believe that. You're going to read blogs, articles, and you're going to go to YouTube, and you're going to see all these wannabe priests and priestesses talking about Papa Legba, this and that, has thousands of likes, and everybody, thank you so much for this information. And guess what? 
your shit is wrong. <laughs> Wait, hey, what, you just said it. You just said it. I'm my damn because I just forgot it too. Oh my god, that's that's so embarrassing. You said something about Papa Legba. <laughs> you forget it too. <laughs> yeah, and I don't like that. And I'm the host. <laughs> like that's not good. Okay, we're gonna, I guess we're gonna move on because it's gonna take me too long to, to think to think about. It. But you said something about Papa Legba and stuff and going to him at American Horror Story. Yeah. Okay, just be careful and stuff and going to him. Different houses do different things. Colors. Uh. Oh, hit hit. Okay, now I remember. Okay, hit hit. Papa Legba. Papa. So, oh, like who would you call? Who would you call Papa? Your old grandfather or somebody. So don't get him confused with a, a kid. I also get people that come to me like, oh, I saw Papa Legba and he looked like a kid. I was like, okay, maybe you saw Elegba. I mean. Right, so. right. So, yeah. Uh, next one is um, what would you tell people how did you work there? What would you tell people that want to serve the Loire? So how would you tell people to serve the Loire? Because I know um, it's, a, it's, it's a debate um, online with this is actually the last question. It's a debate online with if you can serve the Loire or the Orisha um, with or without being initiated. Uh, how do you or working with them? How do you feel about that? Like, what would you tell people that want to work with the Loire or the Orishas or like? That is an amazing question, and I'm glad that you actually asked that last. You know what I mean? That's that's just an amazing question because a lot of people, a lot of people are confused. A lot of people are creating altars. A lot of people are doing all this without even being initiated. You know what I mean? And they are uh, because they read something and they already creating things from people. I'm telling you right now, if I go to your house and y'all got something wrong, I'm going to tear all that up and I'm going to remake it again. And I'm going to say this to you again. You know what I mean? You guys are lucky. And I'm just going to say this again, lucky, because I am one of the few people out there right now in the conscious community giving you guys facts and talking about a lot of things that people do not dare to talk about because they don't want you to learn. Right. You know, I'm glad we're having this conversation on the front porch. Yes, we have it in the front porch. I got to go get my socks on because it's a little cold out here. But yeah, so... But yeah, so as far as doing that, I would definitely say that follow your intuition. Spirit, Loa knows what your intentions are. So let me give you an example. You go ahead and you read Papa Legba was black and red. Oh shit, I did some work for Papa Legba yesterday because I read that he was black and red. Papa Legba know that you did not know. So Papa Legba is going to accept whatever you're giving him because Papa Legba know you're doing it from the heart. Regardless of whether it might not be yellow or white, but you, he, but the moment that you know, then there's a problem. Now, there's the more you know, the more responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now you got to understand that you got to be on point. If you know something and you're doing it wrong, you already, they already know that you already knew, but if you don't know, they're going to do that. So you can go ahead and say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and make Papa Legba a cake and I'm going to give him some grapes, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Your Papa Legba is different than my Papa Legba. Your Papa Legba might want those grapes, might want that cake, might want that. And I don't care who's listening to me, who is a unga or a mambo in this conversation right now, because I'm going to tell you how I do it. And 
People are just gonna like like you could do what you want to do. That right there will get the message to the loa, whether you are initiated or not. Once you understand more and more, you understand how they do it. You're gonna be able to serve a loa or serve our orisha, but you're never gonna know the secrets. The secret is with right now before you even get initiated to form the relationship that you need to form. It, regardless of whether you're doing it right or wrong and just actually just follow your intuition. That's the only two choices you have. Either initiate and learn the truth or either do it your way and still that's your truth because you're doing it from the heart because you already know that you're doing that it, your heart is the one doing everything for you and you understand that they your connection with your loa is the connection with the loa. Don't let nobody tell you that you have to be initiated for you to serve anything. Serve anything you fucking want to but at the end of the day, form that relationship, understanding that a lot of the things you might be doing might be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love how you slid that in there <laughs> for the girls. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, let me get that. Okay, wait. I got to collect myself. That shit was hilarious. Okay. Uh, yeah. Be careful. Uh, oh, oh. I, I want to add to that and include your ancestors, please. Please don't don't skip the steps to uh to like just try to jump into like you can go to the low and stuff. But I want to slide like in, please include your ancestors because they they your cushion and they 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 your protectors. And I I would not be where I'm at if it wasn't for my ancestors guiding me. If I didn't jump the gun and then because I could have jumped the gun real quick and went to Santalia and but Santalia was not my calling. Vudun was. So and I would never have figured that out if it wasn't for my ancestors. So and my to be honest, my ancestors led me to my Lawa. So but then again different people had have different situations. So you might be led to a Lawa first and then huh I mean like I said everybody's path is different. So I want you know you guys to know, you know, um this that's what you do. So, uh, Vu, I like, I really appreciate you for like doing this podcast with me. You know, I already know I was nervous about doing it or whatever, but we made this shit happen and we both was busy. You was more, I was sick as hell and you was busy, but I'm glad we was able to make this shake. So I appreciate you doing this with me, man. No, I really appreciate you inviting me. This is amazing. I know your podcast. I definitely can, you know, read into the future. And I know this is going to be a very, it's going to be a very successful thing, what you got going on and helping the younger generations actually getting, uh, getting up there, being able to understand really what's going on. Keep doing your job, keep rising and keep learning and don't let nobody actually get on your way for, uh, from your journey for you and anybody that is actually listening. If you guys want to connect with me, you know what I mean? To see some of my videos so you guys can tap into what it is that I speak about. You can follow me on my Instagram at Voodoo Priestman, or you can find me on YouTube as well under Voodoo Prisman as well, and be a, so that way you can connect with me and just see what I got going on. Other than that, thank you so much. You guys be good. You guys, I hope that you guys took hella notes, pause this shit, take some more notes, and do what you got to do, and I want I want to see you guys at the top. Yes, I, and I'm going to text you after this too, so be ready for that. But I thank you, man. You have a good night, okay? All right, thank you. Uh, bye.